You're listening to that. <laughs> Crotch Goblins podcast. All right. I'd like to welcome my guest, Stephanie Mansu, the beautiful, wonderful German actress. Oh, thank you. What a nice introduction. (laughs) Well, it's true. I can't lie. (laughs) There's no reason to lie. Most friends. What was it? True friends will talk shit to your face, but say nice things behind your back. (laughs) exactly that's the point (laughs) so today I usually don't ever say what day it is that I'm recording because usually I record it and then I'll post it on a different day but today is a monumental day that will that is down in the history books that we all have been a part of which is amazing to even think about really to be alive in something that is gone down in history books is crazy but today is september 11th and we'd like to think of those people who have lost their lives and those who dedicated their lives to saving those people um so i want to thank you again for joining me on this day um moment of silence i would say yes All right. I appreciate it. Okay. So, uh, today I really, I mean, I know it's kind of already happened. It's been a couple of months, but I am so interested. I feel like I can't Google enough on it. (laughs) And so I really wanted to get someone's view from Germany, a different country, to be honest on what they, I'm sure it made national news, the Roe versus Wade for, you know, reversal did that make news over there in germany yeah of course it was all over the news because i I think nobody was really expecting that um i mean well well i don't think anyone expected it (laughs) yeah right it was really shocking so what um i guess my my big thing that i've been trying to google a lot is does germany already have strong feelings one side or the other or have they always been supportive of women I mean, what is growing up in that area or being in that area for a while? What do you know of that, you know, abortions and things like that? What does the government, I guess, think about that on that side? Here in Germany, you mean what's happening in Germany concerning the abortions, right? Um, That's also a weird thing because it's uh, abortion is illegal in Germany, but it's not uh, punishable during the first uh, 12 12 weeks of pregnancy. Um, and it's mandatory for you to uh, go to a, um, how do you say, to an information center or something. Then you can have, when you get something signed, then you can have the abortion. But under German law, is still considered illegal. Okay. So I was reading, um, they have that in Texas. Did you know that if a woman wanted to go through abortion, she has to go through an ultrasound to be shown her child in her womb oh, wow. to give that opportunity to... I guess, renege on that choice. Um, well, I didn't, hear, I didn't hear that, but we had something in that like Germany too, because some of these information centers we had, um, and they're also coming from churches in between. I mean, there are some, uh, some other ones, um, but some of them are connected to the Catholic church. And uh, I knew a um, girl I went to school with, she got uh, pregnant when she was, I think, 15 or something. And she went to one of these Catholic information centers and there she had to listen to the heartbeat of the baby. And they told her, you're a murderer. And you, you know, it's like, um, yeah. 
Well, they don't do that. They, oh, I appreciate that for one thing in Texas. Um, they do have to hear the heartbeat. They do have to see the ultrasound. But mm. again, it's clinical. It's not any biasism. It's just, okay. this, this is your child. This is the heartbeat. It's about this many weeks old. And that's it. They don't, yeah. it's not biased one way or the other. It's just, we have to show you that you have this opportunity to change your mind. And that is, you know, that's it. Yeah, I, I do. Okay. I, I, I do feel like for some, it's a brash decision. Some, not saying all, some yeah. it's medically necessary. Some of them accidents happen on other things, incest, rape, things like that. I totally back up 100%. You should not have to pay the price for somebody else's um, yeah. indiscretions. But um, I did like that. I know that sounds kind of weird for somebody who's totally pro-choice, but I think that's a great way because in the way it, well, I'm pregnant and maybe that's a disconnect in the head for some, you know, yeah. until they hear that heartbeat and like, you know what? I, I can't do that. I want, I want to take that chance. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, um, I was in a relationship. We were supposed to, we were engaged uh, to be married and we had planned to get married in September and then start for a baby in, in November. Like that was our time frame, And I ended up getting pregnant in February. <laughs> Um, I was in between, I was changing different, uh, birth controls and I didn't realize that there was like a space that you're not supposed to. Yeah. And, um, I ended up pregnant with my first son and I, and then I found out that over like the first two months after I found out I was pregnant, he was cheating. Like he didn't want to, he didn't want to have it. He was done. He literally destroyed the relationship. And, um, and I think about that, like in my position as a woman, I was supposed to start a family with this person. I, I, I was doing the right things. You know, I was in a steady relationship. We were going to get married. We had planned the kid, you know, we had talked about it. He said he was on board. And again, that's why I'm seeing that disconnect. But then it was like, oh, wait, here's a picture. You really are having a kid. Yep. Nope. I'm good. Bye. Peace. You know, that Mm -hmm. disconnect. And, um, you know, I find that that was very, uh, traumatic for me, to be honest. I I literally, I sat there and I thought about it, you know, do I want to continue or, and then I thought, you know, I, I don't think I could do an abortion. So then adoption, I thought about adoption. I, do I really want to? And I thought about all my friends who have been adopted and, you know, they've had pretty good lives, you know, and there's, but then my, my, my idea was, well, what happens years later? And well, why'd you give me up? You know, Mm. well, just because he didn't want a relationship, you know, I thought, but I wanted a family. That was my choice. Yeah. We we had planned this because I wanted a family too. Just because he liked doesn't mean that I don't want a family. And I looked into it and I was like, okay, I may not have a job, but there's things, at least in Washington state, other states are different. All the states are different, but in Washington state, I can get help financially. I can get help for food. I can get help through WIC. I can get help through the government to help me get to this point. They'll help me get a job. They'll help me go back to school, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? I can do this, you know, just because he didn't want a family doesn't mean I don't want a family. And that was why I chose to keep my son, but it doesn't mean that I didn't think about those things that if I had been anyone else, you know, the other thing too, I was think I was right around that 12 week mark. Okay. When he decided that we're done and over with. 
So I was like, you know, at that point for me, it was too far. And that, and I do believe, I think that's a great thing to be honest, because that's one of my arguments. Like I wouldn't say arguments, but my side view of it, I've talked to my husband about it. And to be honest, this man like was one of those, like, I'll go do whatever I want when I was younger, you know? And Mm. now he's like, well, you know what having sex does. So if you don't want a kid, don't do it. I'm like, oh yeah, go tell that to a 20 year old. That's going to totally work. <laughs> that will be the solution for all right? the problems. <laughs> and he's like, well, I mean, I don't know. I just like, I, as being a dad now. And I'm like, well, yeah, you've grown, you've matured at 25. Your brain stops working. How many times, you know, how many people have had kids before 25? A yeah, lot. Sure you know, but our brains don't stop growing until then. So it means that we're still not even mature yet until we're 25, at least. Yeah. You at know, least. At least. Wonder if, yeah. <laughs> there's some that take a little longer. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, so, um, but you know, I've always believed that I said, you know, if a woman's body can naturally, for the most part, there are some that lose it later in child rearing, but for the most part, most um, miscarriages happen between zero and 12 weeks. Yeah. And I thought if the body will naturally do that itself for the majority, if it was to have a miscarriage, it'd be during this time. Then I feel like that would be an allotable section for it. You know what I mean? And then, but you know, and that's that argument too. Like, um, I don't know. I, I, I look at it like with animals. If it came down to it and you talk to any farmer, if it came to keeping the cow or keeping the calf, they'll keep the cow, mm. you know? And I feel like, you know, what is in the best interest of the mother? Yeah. That's you know? the thing. That's what you said. I mean, you have the support, but people from really poor areas, which doesn't have the support, financial support, support of the family. Um, I mean, what, you know, then, um, I don't know, then it puts more pressure on them. And I wonder, I don't know, how does, when does the brain develop uh, in a fetus? I believe it's around the 20th week or something like that. From what I, I will Google it real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, I don't want to, there you go. When does the brain develop in a fetus? There we go. The brain begins to develop during third week of gestation. Already, um, wow. Yeah, it says neural uh, cells begin to divide and differentiate the neurons and I can't say that word right, glia, the two cell types that form the basis of nervous system. By the ninth week, the brain appears as a small, smooth structure. Okay. So when is it fully developed, though, is by the 28th week. Okay, so about that. Wow. But, uh... It's good to know, though. You know, yeah. that's the thing is, you know, I feel like also the information center from what it sounds like is a good idea. As long as it wouldn't be biased. I feel like having it run by churches is a biased side. Yeah. I, like, I like that in Texas is a doctor's clinic. It's, this is the information. Your yeah, I mean, here in Germany, you have the choice. You can go to, um, to an independent place to get the information. It's called uh, Pro Familia. So basically it's like supporting families and supporting women who do abortions, all these kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, but I mean, there's also the churches, and if people don't really know, they go maybe to the Catholic. What well, is a stupid idea, but still, you know, <laughs> yeah. you do realize you're going to, <laughs> not to do it. You're going to be punished. You're going to be in hell for that. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. and I, I, I told my husband, I said, you got to look back. If you want to throw the Bible on it, 
and this is my personal opinion, people, and you can think I'm a horrible person for saying this, but throw the Bible right back. God says we all have a choice. Yeah. And in the end, we have to speak to him, not to you, not to anyone else here on earth, to him. Yeah. And, and I think first, yeah. I mean, first of all, I think the most important thing is that women, a man shouldn't be allowed to make uh, decisions over a woman's body, you know, and this is what happens in most, I mean, in, um, I don't know, a Supreme Court, I think it's mainly men in our Congress. Really? I think in women? Germany, it's not so much different. Like the, women are not really presented in, uh, in the places where decisions are made. And I think no man has the right to decide over a woman's body uh, because they don't know how it is being a woman. So yeah. uh, I think this is, the, this is the first thing which should be changed. Yeah, I know. And I really agree. Um, you know, one thing my husband did bring up, which I think was amazing, is that men should also have a say on keeping the child. Like, I know that that's a horrible thing to think of as a woman. I don't want this child, but I have to, you know, stay healthy and develop it. Yeah. But it's kind of the same idea as adoption, right? Like you have a father who wants it. If you don't, yeah, so, I mean, the father doesn't have to go to the nine month of pregnancy. And if you as a woman decide against it for whatever reason it is, I don't know. Like, um, I, I don't know. It's, no, it's, it's right. really difficult. But... It really is. And that's what I told him. I said, it's a big gray area. Cause then, then what you go to court and what the father has to prove that he can financially handle this child, that he mentally understands it. Maybe she signs over saying that she wants no rights or responsibilities. It is an actual adoption and he gets it plain, simple, cut dry, you know, you know, yeah. what is that, you know, and that, and that again, and, th and that falls into that, like we were talking about being forced and men having a say and, you know, just like, you know, who wants to be forced to have, you know, I told my husband, like, I don't believe rapists or incest that should definitely automatically be allotted, not a problem at all. Because I mean, yeah, absolutely. No I mean, come on. Yeah, right. I mean, it's a criminal thing that happened to you, and you shouldn't be punished like uh, you know. Yeah, and that's in, and, you know, but kid. you know, and like I said, it's a gray area. It really is, you know. But that's where I don't know. I know it sounds funny. I feel like there should be a summit, or like a hundred people from poor economics, you know, teachers, science, uh, science yeah, right. doctors. We all come together and break off into groups and cover all these different ideas or issues on this one topic. You know, what about, you know, okay, you guys are going to talk about weeks. When should it, you know, what should be a good you know parameter? How about you guys talk about, what about the father? How about this one? How about you, the mothers, you know, and, and then swip swap it, you know, over like a whole week, have a hundred different people. And then that way everybody feels heard. Everyone gets understood. Then we can yeah. say that we literally you know, it's kind of like science, you know, or, um, what do I want to say? Like studies, right. They don't take the majority. They don't go and ask a million people. They yeah. go and ask 200 people and they say, okay, 200 out of 100,000 would say this, you know, but um, who did the change in the U.S.? I think it was mo mostly, oh God, <laughs> mostly the people like um, from the religious uh, conservative part or can you it's, say that in general? So I did a lot of research on this because I was like, wow, I didn't I didn't know a lot of it, to be honest. I had my own choices, my own beliefs um, that it wasn't until after New York put their foot down that the Catholic church started this whole thing saying that it okay. was 
killing of a human being was not okay. Um, you gotta understand too the Catholic that, Church that it's not a human it. being. I mean, like it's a fetus at the end. It's not a human being. It's well, it's they affect. Well, then some argue too, though, that while some say that the heart and the brain are like the heart, right, is just flicking of muscles, right you know, or, uh, neurons, right. Like think about like your arm, you know, you might have a twitch in your arm, right. That yeah, is yeah. just, you know, but as soon as you take it out of the womb, it's dead. Right. Yeah. So, um, while it's in, it's living, but while it's out, it's not, you know, and that, that's, that's a really big argument, you know, and the Catholic church started, then the Christian church got in it. Then the Christian and the Catholic church started lobbyists in the United States where they're going to politicians offering them large sums of money to vote pro-choice or pro-non-abortion, which I also don't feel is right. It should be based off of your own true beliefs, not because you got paid money right. for it. Yeah, right. So, and a lot of people are doing that. There are a lot of politicians, Senate, House, everybody else are getting paid off by these groups to sign documents to approve things. And they're not crazy. It is right. And this is how corrupt our world, like our country is. It's not by the people. Cause I may vote someone who says, Hey, I'm totally pro this. Da, 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 da. Then a lobbyist comes and goes, Oh no, you don't want to. Here's, here's $5 million. We'll back up your, you know, blah, 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 blah. But you vote for this. Oh no, I'm totally against that now. You're like, wait, what? I voted you mm-hmm. pro. And this is crazy. Yeah, I'm finding well. it more and more for the, and they're going back on things. They're signing this. They're not even, if you actually go and look, you actually have to go look for who signs what on uh, doc declarations and things like that. Things that go to the house, go to the Senate, because they don't normally say who did sign it. You have to actually go look for it. You're not going to hear it in the news about who signed it, who backed it up. And when they do say who's backed it up, they pick and choose certain people they don't say everybody so um so i mean that's really amazing to hear that it made national or world news and that i mean have you felt that people or i guess women in germany feel like they're being constricted are a lot of them okay with the way that things are run there or do people feel like things should be changed in germany from your what you've heard I think um, most of the women are okay with the way how it's handled because you're still allowed, you know, you're still allowed to have the abortion. And um, so it's not a big thing, but um, yeah, well, but I mean, there's, it's Europe. um, I mean, there are still countries in Northern Ireland. It's it's still illegal. And uh, in Poland, it's only when uh, the woman's uh, health is under, under threat through the giving birth or something. I'm sorry if, if I don't have the right expression for no, that. No, medical, English, but... it's a medical necessity. Right, right, that. And um, uh, so, yeah, there's there's always, even though, um, you know, um, Europe, there, there's still so many different countries who have different. So it's kind of like the United States then, except we're just all cut across. The right, exactly. It's still like all the states we have here, it's the same thing. We have uh, uh, states who are totally against it, uh, states who are totally pro uh, and for us in Germany, there was just a change. I think it was three months ago, if I remember correctly, or two months ago, um, because um, doctors who do abortions 
uh, couldn't inform uh, women on their web page about the medical stuff, write something about, because it was forbidden. It was about uh, doing uh, advertisement <laughs> for, um, it's, uh, yeah, for abortion. And there was one, uh, uh, one doctor who was fighting against it about, because she was sued by um, people who were coming from the Catholic church and said like, oh, she's, she's having this on her webpage and this is not allowed because we have this paragraph. And she was fighting against it for so many years. And like, I think two, two months ago, it is through, it is okay now that basically, I mean, this should be the, the right, at least that uh, doctors can explain, okay, this is how we do it. And uh, this, you have to be careful and whatever, you know, they, they um, before it was forbidden. So that was a big, big change here in Germany. Wow. I mean, and that's like you were saying, the poor, poor places, you know, they're, you know, who knows if they're going to be able to get to a doctor. There's, I'm sure there's still backyard abortions everywhere, no matter where you are, you know, and that, that would be something that's good though, is to inform someone like maybe they can't, they don't want to go to a doctor. They're afraid of the doctor, whatever, you know, maybe they could Google it and still get the information, you know, like maybe I should just go to a doctor to do this. Right. Or even rethink, you know, um, but, yeah. yeah, no, I agree. Um, no, I really appreciate that. That was something that was really kind of something that I, um, was curious about because like I said, it, it's been a big thing. Um, I had Jenna on here earlier, um, on a previous podcast and she was saying, you know, I think she kind of brought up a good point was that it's actually better now because now we have multiple states with different ideas that people can go to and from and go. I don't know if you guys can do that in countries with the countries. They can, you know, if they don't. Yeah, we, we can. Right. Uh, I know the people from Northern Ireland, they usually go to Great Britain to have an abortion. Of course, it's pretty close. But yeah, on the other hand, if you don't have the money, you can afford to travel to another state and to pay the doctors there or you know, there's always these money problems. And um, I don't know if it's such a good idea to force people who uh, live in very poor conditions uh, to make them, to force them to have a baby because, I mean, these are kids growing up and probably not having the best life. And the states are not supporting uh, families or single mothers. I mean, even in Germany, it's difficult. Uh, that that well that, um, you know, that people should be forced to have a kid in any case. I, I, that was an argument I brought up, you know, with my husband too. I said, well, okay, we're forcing women now to have abortions. Most of the time they're in a lower economic stance. They can't afford it. They don't know what to do They're, And I'm not saying this as in they're dumb, but they're uneducated. They're uneducated on what they can do, what they can't do, where they can go, et cetera, et cetera. They're uneducated. And and then we're going to say, Hey, look, you're going to have this kid because it's alive. And you went ahead and did this for whatever reason. But then like you're saying, and that was something I said was, okay, but now we're forcing that child to grow up in a poor family under poor conditions in a, you know, like, excuse my language, but shitty living Mm -hmm. environment. You know, the mom probably is not going to be able to afford diapers or proper formula it puts the kids health at risk why maybe not able to give able to give, to give enough love because she's struggling so much or they're on drugs or whatever like it's, exactly um, you know we even talked about and that was something that like when it came to criminal or um people who are on drugs i'm not saying that you can't get clean i'm not saying that they can't turn their life around but i'm saying there needs to be a temporary way to stop females from having babies while on drugs because it comes down to then they're, you know, they have this child, the child's now addicted to drugs. 
their brains have been altered while being developed, you know, and they have issues like, why can't, you know, and all she needs to do is go, look, I've been sober for a year, you know, whatever that course is. Um, I'm in a marriage or a long-term relationship. I, you know, your honor, I, I want to have a kid and I don't feel like they should be denied. You know what I mean? But there should be a way to cut, you know, and then that's forced sterilization. And yeah, this sterilizing. is what Hitler does. <laughs> yeah, it would be more you know, forced, so. but at the same time, you're not sterilizing. It's more like a temporary, like we're going to put that on pause, right? Yeah. And then people are like, well, what about the depot shot? Okay, but they have to come in every three months to get it done. And to be honest, for yeah. me, um, maybe it's because I was young. I don't know. Maybe I had it for too long. I didn't. They said you could do up to five years. I only had it for a year and a half, almost two. I got off the depot and I was having like, after three months, I started having these really weird feelings. And I'm telling you, when I say weird girl, you're going to laugh at me. My mom asked me to take the trash out and I started crying. Yeah, but I can totally relate to that. While I had that, I was totally in a, sometimes in a depressed mood. I was crying over things where there was no need to cry for. And um, yeah, I totally got on my mental health, like all these hormones, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, and then for me, I found out that my estrogen was almost gone. I was metaphorically, my body was that of like an 85 year old woman. Oh, wow. Hormonally and everything. I had to take hormone supplements and stuff to get my hormones back to being a 21 year old at the time. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, there's always the risk of taking hormones. uh, Yeah. Wow. You know, and that's hard being, it's hard being a woman. (laughs) It is right. Yeah. You know, in the end, um, you know, something that me and Jenna talked about, and I think that's the biggest argument right now, a woman's health should be between her and her doctor and we're just used to lie because like I said, in the end, you, you know, whether religious, spiritual, whatever it is in the end, you answer to something else or you have to live with that. Just the plain and simple, you know, I do like the idea so that there is no regret or there should, shouldn't be, or there should be less regret is that people hear the heartbeat, see the baby. That is your choice right here, right now. You know, what's inside of you. Do you still want to go forward? And, and that's it, right? That's, you have to live with that choice no matter what. I mean, gosh, I have to live with the choice. If I fed my kid freaking McDonald's, like, man, I feel like a horrible parent. Man, I was like four times a week. (laughs) you know what I mean <laughs> like well okay well we were moving and you know it was stressful so I'll count that off you know what I mean but you still have to live with that that's you and your choices right that's the thing yeah so how has things moved forward I guess that's kind of died down is there do you know of anything um no one's pushing for any changes or anything in Germany like you're saying for the most part people like how it's done not right now I think people are um well, I think they're okay with, with the solutions we have here and that you basically I do like can. that it's not punishable. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. giving options. Yeah, but still, I don't like the idea that it's like, it's still illegal. So uh, if you, I mean, basically- So how is like that punished? Crime. Like, Sorry? So how is that punished? I mean, so it's illegal, right? So you have to, so it's illegal if you don't go through the steps. Is that what it is? It, right. It's illegal if you don't go through these steps, if you don't go to this um, place to um, to get um, papers signed that you were there, you get some information. 
Um, and of course, after the 12th week, I mean, of course, if, if, if there's a risk for the, for the, for the woman or the baby is whatever that, of course there's ex exceptions, but, um, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. I mean, it's, it's great. It's, it's great to know, uh, different places really. I mean, I don't know. Um, again, yeah, like, is this just such a tough, it's such a tough subject. Yes, it is. Did but you ever? Still, I don't like it. I don't like that it's illegal because it gives you the the thing that okay, you're doing you're doing something wrong. You're doing something wrong, but mm. you're allowed to do it. You're not gonna get punished for that. Um, so I don't really like this idea, and I think there are still some feminists fighting for that. And um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so how is it being? I just want to touch on it. Um, how is it being an actress over there in Germany? I, I, I've watched a few German films, but I'm just wondering, is it as big here in the U S you know, the film industry? I have to admit, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of uh, German movies. <laughs> I, I mainly watch uh, American English, whatever kind of movies, French movies, but I don't really, I mean, there are some nice uh, German directors. I don't, um, but um, yeah, I mean, for, for myself, I mean, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing mainly theater. Uh, here in Frankfurt and um, I did some short movies but um, yeah of course it's not it's not Hollywood <laughs> <laughs> I will say this much theater is completely different from on camera it is yeah, very absolutely. hard to it's very hard to uh, to switch but to it's very thrilling because you're like at the moment you you start getting on stage you are you're I mean you're either in the character or you have to you have to be really concentrated you have to be really focused and um yeah I, I really like theater a lot oh it's a different beast it really is because you mess up your line you don't get a take it's like a second right <laughs> you don't get a right. cut let's redo <laughs> right the moment's gone yes yeah <laughs> the moment's gone I love if anyone's looking into acting classes please google up uh Anthony Montez m-o-n-t-e-s oh yes on Facebook a uh, great teacher. Um, I just, yes, for a is. good price, I will say that he's, um, for the amount of, amount of, he teaches you. I won't lie. I was pretty mad for like two or three months. I'm like, why am I still on this monologue? Good gosh. <laughs> but when I finally broke through, I figured it out. Like he kept me on that monologue because I wasn't going emotionally where I needed to go. And that's a great yeah. teacher, one who recognizes, nope, you're not ready yet. And you're frustrated because you're like, gosh, dang it. I got this thing memorized front to back, side to side, everywhere. Which way? What do you mean? Yeah, he's really one of the best teachers I ever had. Yes, I, bar none. Yeah. I mean, all these other ones get big hypes because they've got big web pages or they're in a studio, but he has got a treasure trove in that head of his very much. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, well, before we wrap it all the way up, cause I know it's late over there and I appreciate you very much for spending time with me. I want to make sure you get to bed. <laughs> um, what is, so somebody who, uh, may feel like they don't have support or they don't feel like they have a good guidance, um, from your own experiences, what do you think are some things that these young women who may be having issues or maybe not know where to go could do or look for that might be helpful for them I know it's kind mm. of I don't mean to go too crazy but uh, yeah I don't know I mean there are I think you always get a 
bit of support if you're looking for that. I mean, uh, because there are some um, places, especially for women, I don't know the English word for it, but some women's houses or something there's, um, but of course you have to, you have to look for them. You have to find them. And um, I don't know. <laughs> it, it, no, it's hard. It's hard to translate into, I get that. Not a problem at all. Um, you know, so I guess what I'm understanding then is just, you know, if someone is having a hard time, go look for that support. Don't think that you're alone, that right, there's right. information out there for you. And there should be support in schools and everywhere. There should be much more done for, for younger, younger girls. Yeah. I think we all kind of um, jump to conclusions or um, a certain way of feeling, especially for underage women or the idea that somebody wants an abortion. And I think we need to step back and go, we don't know what's going on for her. We don't understand her situation. We may think we do, but we're not there. We're not living it and have some patience and some kindness. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. And like I said, as a single mom faced with, I'm by, I'm serious. I dropped out of school, college. I was in high school. (laughs) Um, I dropped out of college. I was almost done with it. I moved back home, was told to basically hurry up and get the hell out of the house, Um, go to school, you know, get a job or go to school. I got a job, but because I got like a big belly, I couldn't reach. And then they're like, well, you're not performing your job. Like you're supposed to, we're going to have to like go. They did not say it was because I was pregnant. I was not performing my job the way I had to, but we all know, dang it. You were going because I was pregnant. Don't lie. And, um, then I went to school. I had my son and I was almost done with cosmetology and I was faced with a decision do I spend the next six months and I finish my cosmetology degree and then go look for a nine to five job that pays little that I'll have to really put a lot of work in to get more money. Or I can go work for the post office, which is paying me a lot of money right now. So I dropped out of college a second time (laughs) after having my son. But, you know, I will say through all those struggles, all those times where, God, I just wish I had a better job or I just wish I had more money you know, time does make things better. Just don't stop your grind. Like you're saying, don't stop looking for that help. Don't stop looking for that support. And someone, even family's not supporting you. Find it somewhere else if you need to. My family is the one I made. Friends, close friends, my husband, my children. None of my real family, family, I'm close with at all. Mm, Okay. So I, I agree. I think that's a good one. Um, one last thing before we leave, I just wanted to ask, does Germany allow um, or have anything in place for birth control for women, especially those in low economics, like affordable birth control? Yes, I, I think um, I think they changed uh, also a law for that like a few years ago. And I think when you don't have enough money now, a lot, I mean, they do this in uh, France for sure, that they uh, give out free condoms uh, if you go to your doctor um, and I think in Germany, you can also go to this pro familia places and they can uh, give you um, birth control. They can get uh, the how you, spiral. Is that the same word in English you call it? What you spiral? No. Uh, <laughs> in Germany, it's called uh, spiral. I guess it's completely wrong in English. Um, the one they put in your vagina. The, oh, um, it stays I there for. We yeah, right. And they, do, and they do that for free, you know. Oh, that's great to know. So countries are a bit ahead of us then. We need to start ramping it up. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I want to again thank you, Steph, for joining me tonight. Um, you guys can look at her on IMDb, and I'll have her information when this records or gets sent out. Um, again, like, subscribe, wherever you're listening to. We are on RSS. I have some people in Belgium, Russia. Keep listening, y'all. Spread the information. I love it. Thank you for being <laughs> listeners. Um, and, uh, you know, thank you again. Don't forget we're on Facebook. Uh, like, subscribe, listen again. And hopefully we'll have stuff on again. I, you got to tell me, we'll have to do a whole segment on theater and uh, acting. I think that'll be. Oh awesome. yeah, let's do that. <laughs> yes, that'd be great. All right. Well, I'll let you get to bed. You have a wonderful evening. Thank you very much. You have a nice day and um, yeah, maybe see you soon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, you guys. Bye. Bye. Bisous.